locked into Newark Radio Co-op. It's DJ MD in the place to be right here in Newark, New Jersey, coming to you live and direct. And I'm so excited that we have on the line with us here today a very special guest who I'm pleased to be able to have as a guest on my show. Uh, she's an award-winning author. She is and not only an author of books, but also of cards, goddess cards, African goddess cards. She is also an expert advice columnist. She's been seen on MTV, in essence, and she's also the creator of the Spiritpreneur concept and workshops. And we're going to hear all about it. So please, everybody, welcome to the show, the one and only the beautiful goddess, Abiola Abrams. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, that's exactly how you do it. I want you to come in dancing because you know on this show we are all about dancing. We're all about keeping the vibes high. And that's one of the things that I absolutely love about you. Your spirit, your um, positivity, and your energy level is incredible. It's so inspiring. And so, you know, it's just so easy to be able to talk about you and have so many wonderful things that we can bring to the table here on the show because that's what you bring and that's what you embody. So thank you so much for coming on the show and being with us here tonight. Oh, thank you so much for having me. You are all about empowerment. And as you know, so am I. So thank you. Yes. Yeah, so I, you know, we've known each other for quite some time. I've actually had the, the great pleasure of working with Abiola. I was a guest on your show. God, that was some years back. Yes. Um, so <laughs> I neglected to mention she's also a media personality, radio personality, host of her own podcast. She has a pop in Facebook live group. I mean, your Facebook uh, group is incredible. Um, I tuned in a couple of Sundays for your Sunday sermons. So I want to talk to you because I've seen your journey. So it's easy for me to kind of, you know, see that. But I want to let our audience know a little bit about Abiola and your journey. So tell us a little bit about how you, you know, got from the journey of being, you know, a young woman trying to figure out what you wanted to do with your life and that you got into the media world writing and then led you today to have your own business really centered around your own entrepreneurial and spiritual work. Yes, yes. Well, I love exactly the way that you put it, which is, you know, that I started out focused on media. And so as a media personality, as a lifestyle journalist, um, you know, I had my own show back in the days on BET and was creating um, art films that were showing in international art festivals and all of that. And then BET did me a huge favor and I got fired <laughs> from my show around like 2008 or so, like when all of the markets crashed, I got downsized out of my show. And so the beautiful thing was that, you know, whenever we have any big life-changing event that's kind of thrust upon us, whether it's a relationship change or a job change or, you know, unfortunately losing someone or whatever it is, if we're wise, it forces us to go within and look at ourselves and say, okay, you know, what is the lesson to be learned? And I realized at that point that I had the power to basically design my life the way that I needed it and wanted it to be. Mm -hmm. And I looked at all of the work that I had done until that point and, you know, my first novel had been recently published by Simon and Schuster mm -hmm. and, you know, other things like that. And I realized that the common thread was that my 
heart's work was in empowering women, empowering us to know that we have choices. Because women, you know, the awesome women of our mother's generation and our grandmother's generation, you know, as well-meaning and as amazing as they are, we are really like the first generation of like women on this planet in our modern time who have the ability to be able to make basic choices about ourselves and our lives and our work. And I felt like so many women were still not seeing that. And I wanted to be able to create a way, you know, create not only like you mentioned, like products and services and that sort of thing, but really help women to be able to reset the mindset, the heart set to know that, you know, this life is ours for the taking. Mm -hmm. And so that has been my journey. I feel like it was really almost like, you know, when people talk about having a calling, like I didn't necessarily choose this path. This path just somehow, you know, chose me divinely. And I answered my calling, which is to help other women to answer their calling. Mm -hmm. Well, I like and I love the tagline that you have on your website. Sacred Bombshell uh, is the website. And, you know, on the website, it says it starts with the courage to be seen. And everything that you just said, the word that kept popping to my head was courage. And then I went back to the quote that you have on your page. You know, it really takes a lot of courage to be able to take that journey and to really uh, discover who you are and what makes you happy. And then not only do that, but use your own path, your own challenges, your own, you know, uh, knowledge that you've learned, and then turn around and share that with others. You know, that really requires a lot of courage to be able to do that. So where did that come from? Where did you get the courage to initially take these first steps to be seen? DJ MD, my sister, it has been, you know, <laughs> a hard one um, internal battle. You know, they say that we teach what we most need to learn. And so I could not become a teacher of self-love and self-worth without having struggled with my own issues with self-hatred and self-loathing. Yes. And so, you know, so having dealt with years of everything from you know, anxiety and things that we don't talk about in communities of color that we need to talk about more often, you know, having different levels of anxiety, having been bullied growing up because my family, I'm the first person in my family born in the United States. Mm -hmm. And so having people who look like me tell me and my family on a daily basis, go back to your country, had also, you know, very much of an influence on me. And, you know, having dealt with also with disordered eating, which is another thing, body image issues that we don't talk about mm -hmm. in our communities. And so, you know, having walked through the storm of all of that, including, you know, going through a divorce at a young age and, and all of those things, and then coming to the realization that, you know what, if it's going to be, it's up to me. Mm -hmm. Like that there, you know, as, a, as an African-American woman, as an immigrant you know, woman as a Caribbean American woman, realizing that, you know, when the messages keep coming that, you know, the world is not for you, mm -hmm. realizing, wait, I have to be for me. Mm -hmm. And not I have to be for me, but I have to make a path for others like me. Mm -hmm. And so it's, either, you know, hiding and shrinking and playing small, which many of us do and which I did for years, or, you know, realizing, no, that's not acceptable. It's not acceptable and I cannot live that way. And so if there, again, if it's going to be, it's up to me and it starts with the courage to be seen for exactly who you are. 
You know, I, I couldn't agree with you more. And it's not, the, it sounds simple, but it's actually not. You know, being able to be authentically yourself does really require you to put yourself out there. And I think it's difficult for anybody, particularly people of color, but especially for women. Because I think we're taught from a very young age sort of what we're supposed to be, what our role is supposed to be. We're always being shaped and molded into this perfect thing. And whether it's, it doesn't have to be our family. Your family can give you all the tools to empower you, but the media and your peer group and you know all the things that you see outside of your family home might give you conflicting messages about you know what you actually what actually you should be valuing and what really are you know those things there's so many things that I want to to ask you about because you know you you touched on a couple of things um one is you you mentioned sort of doing sort of you know kind of like society how things are shaping you I listened to one of your Facebook live programs where you talked about being a people pleaser and I recently read this whole article on the cult of nice and nice, actually, the etymology of the word nice actually means like an idiot, somebody who is kind of stupid wow. and simple. And even they went as so far as to say ignorant. And that was sort of how it was looked at. It was like you're just being nice because you don't know any better. That was sort of the origin of the word. And so, you know, I really identified with your program because you mentioned that, you know, your parents taught you very well-meaning and very much the norm of what parents are supposed to teach you, right? Be polite, be respectful, so on and so forth. But sometimes, um, you know, we, we as people kind of take that too far because we, we, we want to be liked. We want to, you know, we want to be loved. I mean, I think it's just a basic human desire to, to want those things. So can you touch on that a little bit about being a people pleaser and how uh, that does not actually serve you? Yes, yes. This is one of my favorite things to talk about. And thank you for sharing the etymology of the word. I'm very into, you know, breaking words down because it's so it, it explains so much. You know, you mentioned the word courage, courage. The etymology of that word is wholehearted, you know, which is the total opposite of what you explained. And I think that a lot of women are taught, you know, again, by well-meaning parents to be nice people and we confuse niceness with kindness with being a good person we merge all of those things together and you know that being fear of you know not being nice fear of not pleasing others mm -hmm. because conditioned to be the object mm -hmm. rather than the subject and the star of our own lives the object of someone else's gaze the object of someone else's story you know the sidekick character all of those <laughs> things we live out, right? Like people are sidekicks literally in their own lives. You know, people pleasing, it really is a disease and it's a conditioning that affects everything from, you know, speaking up if you are in a situation that is making you uncomfortable, mentally, physically, sexually, spiritually, emotionally, it affects, you know, how we price ourselves, price our, you know, I work with, as you, as you mentioned, spiritpreneurs, women spiritual women entrepreneurs, and the rates that we set for our work and how we put ourselves out there, mm -hmm. you know, and how we deem ourselves worthy. Um, one of the, the challenges that a lot of the amazing, beautiful, brilliant, talented women who are in my Spiritpreneur Academy, one of the challenges that comes up often is that people, they're afraid to, to call themselves an expert, a coach, a healer, you know, a speaker, an author, even though they, they are exactly those 
things. Mm-hmm. And a great example of it, DJ MD, is that I was having a conversation with this man who is a venture capitalist, mm-hmm. um, who is based in the Midwest, um, African-American man who basically is, you know, venture capitalists give people money for their stuff. Right. And he's that, you know, it is completely different. He's listening and watching pitches all day, how men come in and pitch themselves yes. and women come in and pitch themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, he said that women will waste three quarters of the time that they have for pitching, trying to validate themselves and explain why they're worthy enough to be in the room. Right. And that for me was just like, whoa, you know, and he said, men will come in and just assume I'm worthy because I'm in the room. And mm-hmm. he said that, you know, could get one lesson to women it would be that you're all you know you're worthy they they are in front of him as a venture capitalist they didn't walk in off the street something you know they were vetted somehow to be there and then these brilliant you know women are spending three quarters of the time trying to validate themselves and I think it's a great metaphor for you know all of us you know how are you spending time trying to validate who you are and validate your greatness rather than just stepping into it and living it Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, that's really powerful. And I think that's the key. You know, I think there are a lot of challenges for women to come to lo- love themselves. I participated in this book some, some whiles back with a photographer who had, you know, photographed, I think it was 100 women um, who were over the age of 30. And the one question she asked them was, when did you come to love yourself? And there were actually some women that were in their 60s that there was one in particular that was like heartbreaking reading her story because she said she still hadn't learned to love herself. And this was a woman in her 60s. So, you know, it, it, to me, that that's really sort of the foundation foundation of everything, right, is, is love and being able to nurture your own self and then figure out who you are. So when I look at your life and I look at your career as it's unfolded, you know, to go from, you know, starting out um, doing you know, who, doing you, being an advice columnist, writing, having, you know, an award-winning book, the Sacred Bombshell, the Sacred Bombshell Handbook of Self-Love, you know, seems to me like that was that pivotal moment of when you really went into a more spirit-based um, approach to your business and to your workshops. So I want to ask you, how did you come to that? Because that's really radical, Abiola. I mean, to, to, you know, to use spirit as your guide in a business setting, it's almost yeah. like the antithesis of, you know, the masculine, the male-dominated business world, you know, where everything, even though there's a lot going on about instincts, right? A lot of men really do use their instincts in business, but the approach of getting in tune with your own self and and deciding what you love and who you are and then having that be the leading force, I've never heard of anything like that. So please explain to us how you came to this. I mean, it's it's incredible. Thank you. It really, it was terrifying, to be (laughs) honest with you. It really was, you know, I, I, on so many different levels, like I felt like, you know, I had a personal awakening, uh-huh. you know, and then I I had to come out of the spiritual closet, so to speak. <laughs> and it radically, my life radically changed. It, it's so interesting. I looked at a picture the other day, you know, you texted me. And so, you know, the iPhone shows you like your old pictures. It was a picture of like one of the last times that you and I hung out. And it was like, whoa, like it was, it was interesting, like seeing like, it was like almost like a different person, yeah. you know, as we evolve. 
And, you know, I first changed, you know, drastically, like the way that I was eating, like I went raw vegan for a while, like, um, that was the guidance that I was getting. And um, I stopped drinking, you know, and it's not that I was an alcoholic or anything, but I was a, so, you know, social New Yorker right. person, <laughs> you know, young woman hanging out in New York, you know, what do you do? You drink. And right. so, so there were certain things that I felt like were blocking me from being, being able to, to be myself, like even learn who myself was. And so, you know, the way that I was using food and the way that I was using alcohol were as like a social, you know, uh, almost like, you know, the way that if, you know, you have anxiety or you're nervous about a situation and you have a drink to calm your nerves, mm-hmm. I wanted to learn how to do that without having a drink, you know, like I really wanted to be able to do that without that. Yes. And as I started to do that, I started to, you know, attract different people toward me who were asking me for advice. Um, and so it's almost like, like when I said, like, this work chose me, you know, women started to ask me for, you know, outside of my advice columns, ask me for advice on how to do what I was doing. And I noticed that it was a specific mm-hmm. you know, kind of women who were wanting to know. And, and I realized, okay, this, you know, what are, what are the patterns? And with spiritual women entrepreneurs who wanted to find their voice and turn their voice into a business mm-hmm. and have basically soul-based, a heart-based business. Women like you and I who want to make a difference in our corner of the world, whatever that looks like. It looks like different things, you know, creative women. And I was like, okay, you know, again, if it's going to be, it's up to me. And so there is a way, let me figure out how to create a space and a business around to do this. Because like you said, you know, you haven't seen it. And so I created, I founded um, what is now known as Woman Manifesting University. So like mm-hmm. manifesting, but we're manifesting university. Manifesting. I love it. I love that you have your own vocabulary. I mean, I absolutely yeah. love it. <laughs> and I appreciate you uh, uh, pronouncing all of the vocabulary, my abiola vocabulary, as I call it. <laughs> you pronounced it well. You said spiritpreneur in the intro. And I was like, yes, my sister, yes. We speak the same language. <laughs> <laughs> we do. So some of those programs are like my Spiritpreneur Spiritpreneur Guru Academy, which is specifically for women coaches and healers and creatives to create their own tribes and their own businesses. And then I have an international retreat called the Goddess Pray Love Retreat that I, I started last year. We went to Bali and in a couple of months, um, we are going to Belize. It's an international feminine power retreat. Uh-huh. And then as you mentioned, you know, I make things like affirmation cards, positive affirmation cards, like the African goddess affirmation card decks and others and have meditation albums. And so it's about creating, you know, a space for women to who are spiritual but perhaps you know are don't identify with a religious institution and at the same time want to create you know a freedom for themselves and their family within owning a business or you know and that business sometimes is a book mm-hmm. that business sometimes is getting on stage to make a speech because one of the things that i learned you know having had my book published by others and having 
also been a person who's who's self-published that if you publish a book you're guess what you're in business yeah that's the truth <laughs> so, yeah, and so creating those tools to support us and being able to speak, write, coach, heal, put ourselves out there, and it all starts, as you said, the tagline is with being seen. Love it. Absolutely love it. Well, I want to talk a little bit more about you. There's actually so much to talk about. I could probably keep you here for the whole show. <laughs> But we will play some music as well. So I asked you to pick a couple of tracks to, you know, just kind of things that inspire you or songs that you love. And one of the tracks that you uh, chose was Beyonce, who was a hot topic last week that we talked about. She's my birthday twin. So I love her. <laughs> I love her. And, of course, we were talking about the whole Coachella thing. and We were talking about the, the founder of Coachella. Um, and so, you know, we were having this whole conversation about that. So I, I love that you chose this track, and I thought it was appropriate given your line of business. So if you wouldn't mind introducing the track, we'll get into the track, and we'll be right back with Abiola. Yes. And so right now, let's get into formation, ladies and gents, girls who run the world. Let's have our own personal Beachella. We run this mother, yeah.
Jaleza. Right, y'all, we are back. You are locked in to Nork.fm, the people's station, Nork Radio Co-op. It's the Forcer Show with DJ MD. We are here with Abiola Abrams on our show, the spiritpreneur, the woman, the goddess extraordinaire. I'm so happy to have you on this show. I love everything that you do. I really do. I just think that it's so radical and so different. And so necessary, you know, I've talked about this on the show, it's really important to me, so it's part of the message that I like to deliver, how important it is to really figure out what you're passionate about, what moves you, what, you know, what makes your heart sing. Um, That, to me, is what life is about. So, you know, you can easily, uh, you know, be out there pushing a pencil or doing something just to make the coins, but... When you get home at night, you feel drained, you know? You can work at something that you love. You might make less money um, or not. You you know, you can be making great money, but you don't feel drained. You feel, uh, you know, refreshed, revived, inspired when you're doing something that you love. So, you know, I have a lot of respect for somebody like yourself that's out there teaching people how they can make that happen for themselves. So I want to talk to you a little bit about some of the programs that you offer. The Spiritpreneur um, Workshops and Academy. I want to talk to you more about that. And sort of maybe if you could just give our audience, you know, somebody out there that may be struggling to figure out who they are and what they want, maybe some, maybe three tips that they can use to sort of at least get to a point to start pinpointing how to make the necessary changes. Yes. Okay. So this is a really great topic and it's one that comes up often in my Facebook group. Like you said, I have a very happening uh, community on um, Facebook where I do on Sunday, Goddess Temple Sunday, self-love sermons. And um, then my goddess circle, imanifestmagic.com, where we talk about how to tune into your purpose and turn your self-love into self-launch. 
And so one of the things that people will often say is exactly like you, like, okay, well, you know, I'm interested in all of these things, but how do I know, you know, what is my purpose? And so the first thing that you have to do is go within Mm -hmm. and let go of all of the voices that, you know, you've acquired from your mother, your father, the people who raised you, society, your teachers, all of that. Because I have several friends who went to law school, went to medical school, did whatever, you know, to make other people happy. And then that's not the course that they ended up taking in their lives. And so you don't want to live your life for other people. This is, in fact, one of the things that, you know, when they ask people in, in you know, on their deathbed, there's a really powerful book um, that is, you know, was written by a hospice nurse where she talks about like deathbed regrets and one of the biggest one number one is that people wish that they would have lived their lives on their own terms and so start yeah like ah and you don't want that we don't want that you don't (laughs) die with your music still in you you do not and so go within journaling is a really powerful tool and ask yourself you know basically you know it sounds cliche but who was I before the world told me who I was Mm. and Sometimes if you look at the thread between, you know, even if you've been doing other jobs or whatever it is in the meanwhile, there will often be a thread if you look at the parts of it that excited you versus, you know, the parts that you didn't like and really just see what that thread is. Mm -hmm. And then research, you know, like the great thing is that we all have Google at our fingertips. And start to look to see, okay, you know, there may be a career that you're not even sure was a career or a path that may not even, you might not have thought of was a path. I didn't know what a life coach was. I didn't know what an empowerment coach was. I knew that people were coming to me and asking me for advice. And I was literally sitting with them in a cafe or, you know, in Times Square or, you know, the little tables out there or, you know, wherever and helping them to plan their whole lives or their whole business or their whole, you know, straighten out their problems or whatever it was. And then it was one of my best friends, God bless her, who was like, you know, you need to be charging these people some money. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she's got a point. (laughs) And then, you know, I started to think, okay, who are the people who are doing what looks like what I'm wanting to do? And so there were certain people like, you know, who are visible, like Tony Robbins or whomever, and saw what that was. And then, you know, got specifically, you know, certifications related to that. And so there could be a path that you are, you know, wanting to go down that you don't know exists. And it starts with you going within, releasing the other voices, journaling, and finding out what the common threads are. And then get, you know, get help, get support, get mentorship get guidance, you know, listen to the beautiful thing is we have blogs and we have podcasts and we have, you know, people like me, it doesn't have to be me, someone who is interested in and has done the things that you're wanting to do, you know, start to follow them, listen to them, see what you can learn from them, take their classes, you know, that's why I started creating online courses and classes and help yourself, you know, to figure out what your purpose is. And here's the here's the the real key that I want people to take away. Start before you think that you're ready. Mm. Because so many of us will stay in fear and we will be doing what I call getting ready to get ready. Mm. <laughs> 
Hey, get it ready to get ready. And so, so many of the women who are in my Spiritpreneur Academy, like the first thing that, you know, we learn is, all right, we're doing away with getting, getting ready to get ready. And you don't wait until you're not afraid. Start while you're afraid. Because you, if you wait until you're, you're not afraid, you're not going to begin. That is so true. Fear is the biggest killer of dreams, I think. And, you know, yeah. it's just like it, it's just like most things. You know, you have to kind of dive into it. How are you ever going to grow if you already know everything? Of course you don't know everything. Of course you have things to learn. Of course you're not ready, you know? Yes, that's the thing. That's the thing. And whatever you start now, be it a blog, a radio show like, you know, DJ MD is doing, be it a, you know, a podcast, a coaching business, a healing business, whatever it is, you're going to look back a year from now, three years from now, five years from now, and you're going to be like, oh my God, what was I thinking? That was so amateur, no matter what. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so just start. Whatever website you put out now, you're going to look back and you're going to hate it. Just start. So stop waiting for things to be perfect. Perfect perfection is an illusion and it's a myth. Stop waiting for things to be right. Stop waiting for you to not be afraid and just begin. Take one step. You know, you don't have to see the whole staircase as right. Dr. Martin Luther said. You know, you can see that one step in front of you and take that step, you know, in in faith. Faith in yourself. Faith that there will be an answer for you when you take that step. I absolutely love that. And I think that goes back to everything you said around self-love and really, you know, going within yourself. That's that belief. When you look at the commonality of all of the majorly successful people, I remember, you know, looking at certain musicians or singers that I didn't think were necessarily the most talented, but what they all had in common was this unshakable belief in themselves. They really just said, you know what? I'm just going to do it. Even if I look stupid, I don't care. I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do it. And, you know, eventually that tenacity, that sort of belief in themselves, they became that thing that they saw themselves becoming, even though that, you know, initially when they started out, they weren't there, but they certainly have turned into that. I think of people like Madonna or a Jennifer yeah. Lopez, you know, who people made yeah. fun of and called her all kind of names and were like, you know, she, you can't sing. And I mean, look, look at all that she's accomplished. I mean, if she had listened to even probably her own doubts, they wouldn't be where mm-hmm. they are today. So when I look at those women, you know, I always feel like, wow, if they can do it, anybody can do it. If you really truly want to, you'll it's it's like a muscle, right? You keep working on it and eventually you'll have it nice and toned. You know? It is a muscle. Courage is a muscle. And it's by taking those baby steps, those little little baby steps, you know, starting out like maybe your voice is like a little baby kitten, you know, before you are <laughs> a lion who's able to roar. Just start. Just begin. Just begin. I absolutely loved that analogy, the lioness analogy. I love it. I absolutely love it. Oh, of course you are. I love it. Leos are some of my favorite people. You guys just radiate this beautiful sunshine energy um, that, you know, is infectious. It really is infectious. So, of course, you you would be the one bringing forth the goddess energy, the energy to have the courage to be seen, which is truly what you're doing. I mean, I looked 
through some of the comments that people had and, you know, sitting in and seeing the camaraderie amongst the circle of women on Facebook, you know, really, I mean, you have created a tribe, a tribe of women who now can go out and lead their own tribes, you know, with their mantras and with their shining their lights, which event to me, you doing that yourself automatically changes things because you're showing other people that it can actually be done. So I really applaud everything that you're doing because it's, it's powerful work. And it, and this is the time, this is really the time I think now more than ever that people need to be entrepreneurial. Um, you know, the way that our economy is changing with technology, with less and less traditional types of jobs out there, you know, with more and more things being replaced by technology, so on and so forth. I mean, not just that, just really just the shifting, you know, paradigm in our current world. I see people moving into that model of doing more of that which truly resonates within you, you know, doing your own thing, blazing your own trail, being an innovator and, and whatever that is, whether it's a store that you open or an online, you know, platform or, you know, whatever it is, whatever it is that you do, I just see that the spirit of entrepreneurship is growing leaps and bounds and you're seeing more and more resources, especially in cities that are being put behind, you know, entrepreneurs and, and their visions. Yes. And I, I agree wholeheartedly. I think that we, you know, things have shifted. The paradigm has shifted dramatically. You know, my parents are now retired, but they each worked like, I don't know, like 20 to 30 years at one job or whatever, you know, and that's not the world that we live in today. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. not, that's not, you know, our world where we're going to go and work somewhere for, you know, 40 years and then get a gold watch at the end or whatever it is. Like, it's just not the world that we live in. And the beauty of that is, you know, the, uh, that to me, entrepreneurial, entrepreneurialism mm -hmm. is the new, it's the, it's a part of the civil rights movement. It's the women's mm -hmm. rights movement. It is able to create for yourself, do for self, to yes. create your own life. And one of the things that I teach, you know, is clarity around abundance, because a lot of us, you know, have issues around, you know, specifically with the women that I work with, spiritual women, entrepreneurs, with the comfort level of being able to welcome abundance into our lives. And so you can really have it all in terms of creating your own dream, and having your abundance come with that. And, you know, and that is not an illusion. That is not a fallacy. That is, you know, the, the beauty of, you know, money is really the result of, you know, you're changing however many people's lives you're changing. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, that's an interesting way to look at it, right? So if, for example, you know, McDonald's, you know, is a billion dollar multi-billion dollar corporation they have affected you know billions of people so they are therefore a billion dollar corporation so if you bring that down on a you know micro level you know for the average you know entrepreneur how many lives are you able to shift and affect with your work mm -hmm. and whatever right for you you know people have different visions you know and not everyone is led by you know money or some people are led by however just how many people they can affect and there's no right or wrong way it's whatever works for you works for you but it's not a trade-off as we would think okay well it's either you know it's either money or it's my dreams right it doesn't have to be 
trade-off. <laughs> right. And that seems to be, you know, a, a thing because, I mean, if you look at, we talked about this a couple, couple of weeks back when, you know, Cardi B, everybody, the media was going crazy, Cardi B's pregnant, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, everybody was saying like, okay, you have this career, you know, now you're pregnant, you're ruining it. And it's like, why is this the narrative? Why is the narrative that you can only be, you can only be, you know, a performance artist or a mother. You can only be a businesswoman or a wife. You know, like what? What is this either or thing? Why can't we have it all? You know that the abundance for me that really struck a chord because for me abundance is yes, it's money, but it's really like the quality of your life. You know, and why do you have to live in lack? Why do you have to live in a state of denying yourself? that which will ultimately fulfill you and make you happy just because, you know, society has told you that you can't have both. I, I just, I don't agree with that at all. I don't either. I call it, you know, instead of the either or lifestyle, the and lifestyle, <laughs> right? And so, <laughs> and so, you know, I was, I was terrified. Like you said, like when, you know, you, the idea of spirituality and business like does not mix. So I was, when I first started talking about, you know, spiritpreneur people were like what are you talking about and now it's so interesting like I see you know other people talking about you know the same concepts and the similar things I think there's an evolution that is happening and you know I think that you know I wasn't resonating when I was looking at other people who were talking about business mm -hmm. you know it just it, I wasn't I didn't resonate with them with their goals with the way that they were putting themselves out there and in the in the beginning I thought that okay I had to Go, okay, well, I'm a coach and I went and bought some like navy blue suits. Right. <laughs> you know, and, 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 <laughs> you gotta look the part. <laughs> and that's what I thought. You know, nothing wrong with navy blue suits. If that's you, rock out with it. It just wasn't me. Right. And I realized, okay, you know, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna walk my talk. And there's a way for me to be myself unapologetically and blaze a trail and give other women permission to do so. Mm. You know? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And I don't think that there's, there's, I mean, you, you are showing that that's, I actually think that that is probably one of the strengths is you just being yourself makes other women want to get next to you, want to learn from you, want to hear what you have to say, because you're authentic, you're being you, you're not like, you know, oh, it's got to be this way. You're just, you know, hey, this is me and you can be you too. And yeah. that can be a wonderful thing. Like we can all be ourselves and win. Like it's not a competition here. You know, it's not about fitting into this box or following this rule. Everybody can do it their own way and it still can be successful. There's not like this, you know, formula that says that if you don't wear the blue suit that you're not going to be <laughs> respected. You know, it's just silly. So I want to yeah. just... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I talk about, you know, collaboration, like yes. what we're doing here, collaboration over competition, oh, you know? Yes, I so agree with that. Very, very important. We have some people that are listening in on Facebook Live. I just want to shout them out. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in on Facebook Live. Danya, my mom is tuned in. She loves the topic. Hi. Yes. And uh, my Hi. friend... Hi. 
Yes. So my friend Zay Little is tuned in and he actually has a question that sort of bled into one of the questions that I wanted to ask you around the whole spiritpreneur concept and really, you know, individuals sort of looking into that and understanding how to get to that point of where they have figured out what their passion is and what they want to do. So what he was saying that he has a friend who's going on 33 and while he, he's pushing her to uh, to do things and to start things up, she's battling sort of internally with what her passions are and what she, you know, what her vocations are. So his question was, how do we support folks to get there, even though he doesn't even necessarily know or not, and even though they might not know where to start? And my question I was going to ask you kind of bleeds into it, which is, what do you think or what do you consider or what have you seen to be the biggest blocks that stop people from actually getting to that point of being very clear about who they are and what it is that they're here on this earth to do? Oh, what a great question. Well, the first thing is that, you know, as much as we want to be able to do these things for other people, you know, support, we can support them, but we, we cannot do it for them. You know, we cannot figure it out for them. As if you have a friend or a family member or a loved one that seems like they are in flux or in turmoil, like the best that you could do is give them conversations like this like literally be like okay my friend djmd had this conversation with this woman aviola abrams who has a spiritpreneur academy (laughs) you know and then you know like i said i get people who contact me all the time who are having this challenge and i actually have sent out an email to the women who are in my tribe a few years ago that was really, really clarifying for me on the kinds of programming I wanted to provide, saying, what is the biggest challenge that you have between you and you having the business, the money, the lifestyle that you are wanting? Mm -hmm. And I thought that they were going to say things like, you know, resources or connections or strategy or, you know, those kinds of things, which we do as well. But they said overwhelmingly self-doubt was their biggest challenge. Yes, it was really, really like something like 85% of the women who wrote back said differing forms of self-doubt, differing forms of, you know, listening, being afraid of people being like, who does she think she is? And how dare you? And, you know, you're not having, um, you know, imposter syndrome, which a lot of women have, fear of outshining other people within their friend group, their family, their, you know, the people that they know, their culture, whatever it is the erroneous belief that people like us don't do that, whoever people, (laughs) however people, ways that they define people like us, whether it's, you know, and so it, it really starts with mentality and mindset. The other stuff is really easy to learn, right? Um, The skills, the, the, the strategy, all of that, but it is, it has to begin with your mindset. And so your friend she is the one who needs to be proactive about mm-hmm. solving challenge. And that's why I added, you know, doing the international retreats because being able to be in a location for a specific amount of time where people are away from outside voices and really being able to go within and remove some of the social conditioning that we've had is very powerful. And so that's one of the things that your friend may want to do. Like I said, it doesn't have to be with me. I'd love to have her on the Goddess Pray Love Belize retreat, but it doesn't have to be me. There are all (laughs) kinds of things that you could do, right? Yes. You know, that in order to, for her to be able to go within and, and I would bet that she 
does have does know what she wants to do, but she's probably afraid. She's probably I terrified. Find that, a lot, that people do know what they want to do, but they're afraid to even speak it. Yeah. They're afraid to even say it. You know, they're afraid to even hope or wish or dream it. And so she may have deep down something that she is wanting to do. And then the beautiful thing is, you know, lastly, what I would say on that is when she does, you know, have that clarity when she does realize or start down a path again it doesn't a, a path doesn't have to be completely figured out for you to start your way walking down it you know mm-hmm. and so when she does start to make her way down the path she's going to realize that all of the other vocations maybe that she had up until that point they're not they weren't a waste they mm-hmm. weren't a waste of time you're going to still be using all of those tools that you had, you know, I'll give you an example. Um, one of my survival jobs back in the days was at Spanx. I was a Spanx girl in the mall, <laughs> in White Plains, in Nordstrom and Neiman's, Work. talking to folks, talking to women about their underwear, right? Hey, whatever works. <laughs> Got to yes, pay the bills. And that, <laughs> yes. And what I learned from that job that I still use to this day was the courage to be able to walk up and talk to anyone about anything. Okay. And so there's things that even if you're in the on the in the wrong place for you right now, don't beat yourself up that you know all is lost. All you have to do is course correct. Please return to the highlighted route (laughs) and start your way down the path. That is so true and excellent, excellent advice. I couldn't agree more. I know for my own self, I mean, I can, you know, let the world know that that's what often keeps me from achieving the things that I want to do is doubting myself. And when I finally kind of clue into it and I'm like, oh, there's this thing that happens where when I'm afraid of something, I want to do it. So for the most part, that's how I kind of almost bully myself (laughs) into doing stuff. Like, okay, you're afraid of this, so it must mean something. You need to go for it. It's almost like the bigger, the bigger that I, the more that I'm afraid, the more I know that it's something I'm supposed to be doing. And that in and of itself is scary, you know? So it's not easy, but um, I think that the key is, as you said, taking that first, first step. So thank you for answering Zay's question and good luck to your friend Zay. And, and, you know, turn her on to Abiola's Facebook page. Send her the information because you never know. That might trigger something. So I want to talk a little bit about your retreat. I was so excited when I saw that you're doing these retreats. So I know that the first one that you did, the first international one that you did was in Bali and that they're called the Goddess Pray Love Retreats. But you have another one coming up in the beauty Caribbean destination of Belize. So tell us about that. Yes. So the first one in Bali was actually actually the Abundance Pray Love Retreat. And now we're going on the Goddess Pray Love Retreat, which people can learn about at goddesspraylove.com. The Goddess Pray Love Retreat to Belize. And this is a feminine power retreat. Sorry, gentlemen. (laughs) (laughs) We love you guys. (laughs) We love you guys. (laughs) Where women are going to be tuning in, tapping in, turning on to self-love, self-care, falling back in love with who you are and who you were before people told you who you should be, creating the foundation for, you know, for to live your dreams, you know, like, like, uh, your friend was saying about his friend, you know, a lot of people say, well, Abiola, but I've tried everything. And I say, well, you've tried everything, but have you tried yourself? 
You know, we've tried everything, but you haven't tried you, right? Mm -hmm. And so if it's for, you know, if you feel like you have been playing smaller than your full greatness, which a lot of us have felt, you know, I have felt in the past, and that's why I'm able to speak about it and share about it. You know, if you know that the biggest thing holding you back is you, (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. If you know that, you know, things that have been boiling up to the surface in your life in order to be healed, you know, in terms of your relationships, your career, all of those kinds of things. And if you feel like you're just hungry for yourself. And so, you know, we are going to Belize. We're going to be um, doing everything from like jungle horseback riding to belly dancing, yoga, meditation, you know, coaching, working with, you know, a Garifuna healer, this incredible woman named Arzu Mountain Spirit, and also this Mayan healer. It is going to be a transformational experience. And like the women who came with me to Bali said, you know, they they left as one person, came home as someone else. And so I, I'm excited about it. And we're going to be there on the, um, on the summer solstice. It's a summer solstice retreat also because we're going to be there, you know, harnessing that Mama Earth energy in June. Beautiful, beautiful. So people can find out more information on your Sacred Bombshell website. I went on, and as I told you when we spoke, if I was not tied up with other work commitments, I would be there because, ladies, it sounds incredible. I mean, just looking at the destination alone, I was like, okay, I'm in. Where do I sign up? So hopefully the next one will be able to, you know, be able to, I'll be able to make the next one happen. Um, I want to talk to you just a little bit because, you know, I mentioned at the beginning of the show and you talked about it a little bit about your, your African goddess cards. And I just wanted to talk a little bit about what it has been like for you as, you know, people are not always open to um, non-traditional or what's viewed as non-traditional spiritual practices, right? The world is becoming more and more open to crystals and, you know, the, the, na- the, natural, um, the natural magic that's out there. People are becoming more in tune with uh, ancient ancestral wisdoms, knowledges, sacred beliefs, so on and so forth. But it's still, you know, a time where people are still feeling things out. So have, how has that worked for you to be able to sort of bring together these two things that already traditionally don't necessarily go together, but also to bring in sort of a non-traditional, really sort of earthy, heart-centered, um, even I would say ancestral wisdom connected um, mm-hmm. knowledge to the forefront. How has that been for you? It, it, it is completely ancestral knowledge based and it has been a definite journey. It has been really positive and beautiful, but I think that it's a great example of the fact that you have to just be able to unapologetically put yourself and your stuff out there and not everyone is going to like it. You know, like when I'm telling you, you know, when I'm saying to, you know, the the women and men who are listening to, you know, leap over self-doubt into being able to answer their calling, I'm not promising you that everybody's going to be like, yeah, great idea. Some people are going to be like, oh, you know, that sucks (laughs) or whatever it is. Some people are going to say, who does she think she is or how dare you? And I definitely experienced a lot of that more in 
the beginning, you know, talking about like goddesses and that sort of thing. Um, one example, I remember I had an advice column before I currently have an advice column in Essence. Um, but before that, I had an advice column in a local urban newspaper. And I remember that, you know, a friend of mine came on as editor a couple of years after I'd stopped doing it. And I was like, oh, and now you're the editor. I would love to come back on. And he kept kind of giving me the runaround. I was trying to figure out why. And then he <laughs> finally told me, you know, like, the publisher thinks you're weird. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> the publisher, you know, is an African-American man based in Atlanta, you know, different kind of culture. I'm, I'm a New York, like I said, New York, you know, born and raised daughter of immigrants from South America, very different, you know, exposure. Um, and so I just thought that it was really funny at the time. I probably didn't, but now I do. Right. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it does take a certain amount of courage, but the beautiful thing is that once you do put yourself out there, the people who are meant for you will find you. Mm -hmm. And so women are so incredibly passionate about these African goddess affirmation cards, about my womb manifesting fertility goddess affirmation cards, which were born out of, um, I have always loved, basically what affirmation cards are, if people don't know, is it's an inspirational card deck that has, you know, positive statements, which are affirmations um, on them. And these also have goddesses. So the African goddess affirmation cards celebrate goddesses of the diaspora um, with the range of skin colors from, you know, beautiful DJ MD to me, you know, the beautiful range of African diaspora skin colors and hair textures and all of that because I didn't see it. Right. When I was looking at other inspirational card decks from people that I grew up admiring, like um, Dr. Wayne Dyer and other people like that, I didn't see myself and my culture reflected. Mm -hmm. And I had the wonderful benefit of, you know, my father, in addition to like all of his other, you know, he worked as a journalist for many years in um, in the financial services industry, but he also is a minister, and the minister in what is known as, you know, spiritual Baptist, there's no um, equivalent of it here in the United States, um, but it is very much, you know, a blend of it has what we call African retentions, African, you know, yes. cultures. So I grew up having an altar in my house and people having to remove their shoes when they came into my parents' house. And my father has been a vegetarian for my whole life. And he has studied the Kabbalah and was very interested in yoga and things that made me <laughs> very weird as a child. <laughs> I and love very it. Subject to being bullied and getting, you know, beat up or whatever, you know, ended up being a part of my very own calling. And on my mom's side of the family, um, you know, her great grandmother in Guyana was a, um, a midwife and a women's fertility healer. She was born mm. in the 18th century, working with women in their wombs. And so I feel like I'm doing the, the same exact work that she was doing. She helped women to give birth to their babies, and I help us to give birth to ourselves. And so I feel like very strongly, like my work is, you know, the culmination of what they are doing. And so some people will be, you know, turned off or afraid um, of listening to, you know, spirituality that does not sound like what 
um, they either think that it should or would or could be or, you know, but I often find that, you know, those kinds of, you know, people who are very like closed minded or closed off, that's okay. They're just, they're not my people, right. you know, and so if, <laughs> if they're doing anything that, you know, again, there are going to be some people who are for you and there'll be some people who are not for you. You're not for everybody. I'm not for everybody. And that's okay. And you have to be okay with that. You have to be comfortable making other people uncomfortable in order to truly own your voice. So very true. So very true. So it's in your DNA. Thank you for sharing that with us. I'm not surprised. I can, you can tell that, um, as you said, you know, right off the bat, this didn't choose you. I mean, this, you didn't choose this. This chose you, you know. So I'm not surprised at all to see that you are just another woman manifest of, yeah. <laughs> of your family, of your DNA, of your lineage. And it's really beautiful to see the way that you've transformed that in a 2000, you know, a, a new millennium type of way. I absolutely yeah. love it. <laughs> So I really, you know, seeing as we have you, oh, you're welcome. Thank you for really being here because this has been a phenomenal interview. I'm so glad that we have you. But while we have you, if you're up to it, I would love it if you could pull a couple of cards for us and for our audience. Just, you know, maybe a little message that you want to share with us um, about sort of the energy or uh, uh, sort of how people can move forward. That would be phenomenal. And if you need a little time, we can get into one of your tracks. I kind of loaded up uh, one of my favorites that you picked. Um, so if you wanted a little time beforehand, we yeah, can get into a track. Grab a card, grab my card decks. And yes, that would be great. Okay, fantastic. So we're going to get into this is one of Abiola's track, like a good Caribbean gal. She chose the one, the only Bob Marley. This track right here was not only one of my favorite songs, but also my son. So this track, the legendary Bob with three little birds.
vibes in the house. You are listening to Forza and DJ MD on Newark Radio Co-op. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And where we have our special guest on the line with us, Abiola Abrams. What a treat to have you on the line with us tonight. This has been such a phenomenal conversation. I don't want to let you go. I'm like, how long can we keep her? Can I extend my show? We need another hour because this is phenomenal. <laughs> I absolutely love everything that you're doing, and I'm excited to hear, right before we went into our music break, Abiola is going to pull some cards for us from her deck. So tell us, which deck are you using? Yes, so I have three card decks, and I'm pulling from the Womanifesting card deck. Um, Yes, in celebration of the fact that I'm actually in the process of rebranding my site. It's currently sacredbombshell.com, but it'll be womanifesting.com. So like manifesting, but womanifesting.com, which is about us as women creating our destiny. And men, you can play along with this as well. So it's all right. You're not excluded here. Yes. (laughs) So I'm now shuffling the cards and let's see. Okay, so DJ MD, give me a number between 1 and 11, please. 7. Okay. So 7 is one of my favorite numbers because I was born in July. So I'm going to shuffle 7 times. So 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. And while I shuffled, my intention was just on clarity. That's what I focused on. Usually I would ask, okay, well, what is it that you are wanting an answer to? But I really wanted to give a reading that would um, serve the people who are listening, um, who can't necessarily answer us at this point. So I just focused on clarity. And so this is, consider this to just be general guidance Um, if you're listening to this show. And so what I would also like to add is, you know, for those of you who are nervous and like, oh my goodness, what is she doing? That people have been using divination tools since the beginning of time. And so, you know, the ancient Egyptians or a lot of people will open a Bible, you know, or open, you know, their Torah or, you know, their favorite religious book and take guidance from whatever passage is there. And it's all, that's exactly what it is. It is basically using tools of divination to help you to get in touch with your own intuition. So it's what is inside of you. It is nothing outside of you. It is the fact that you are connected to everything. All right. So I pulled two cards. And this is a simple two-card reading. And what this basically represents is, you know, this is a basic self-love reading. Um, The card one is whatever challenge we are having now. And card two is what we should think about for the solution. And so very interesting is I've turned uh, these cards over. And these cards will often scare me. (laughs) They're to exactly what we have been talking to. So I pulled two cards and um, for, for people who are listening, since it is radio, I will post the images on my Instagram. Thank Instagram you. At <laughs> yeah, Abiola TV, like think transformation and victory, Abiola TV, and also on my Facebook and at womanifesting.com later. But okay, so I pulled Goddess Ixchel and Goddess Mami Wata. So the Womanifesting deck is goddesses from all over the world, not just the African diaspora, who are fertility goddesses. 
goddess Ixchel is a Mayan goddess, which is funny because we were talking about Mayan culture with the Goddess Pray Love Retreat. And um, she is a, like a medicine woman who was medicine woman in Mayan culture. So basically represents like my great grandmother that we were talking about. Oh, wow. Um, Wow. And then, yeah, and then Mommy Wata, you know, which is how she's pronounced throughout the diaspora, but it's like Mommy Water. Mm-hmm. She's a water deity who is known throughout, you know, like Brazil and Southern Africa um, and also West Africa. She has many different names and forms, but Mommy Wata. And so what Mommy Wata represents is true. And uh-huh. the affirmation I have here is, Great things happen when I embrace my truth and authenticity. <laughs> so the, the ter- right, so the turmoil, the issue, the challenge that we as you know a diaspora on this call, <laughs> the group on this call, you know the reading is saying that okay, there are right now challenges where you need to go within and really embrace yourself, embrace your voice, all of the things we've we've talked about, being being unafraid to be seen, be heard. And the second card, the answer, Mami Wata, the affirmation I have here is, I am divinely connected to the source of all that is. Mm -hmm. So the answer is remembering, I am divinely connected to the source of all that is. That means that all you do is win. You cannot fail. You cannot fall on your face. You cannot, you know, you are worthy and deserving if there has been a vision that has been put in your heart, then you can make it happen because you are divinely connected. So when people say, oh, well, you need to know people or you need connection, say, I have the connection, the one and only connection. And so, yes, I am doing it. Love it. I Love it. Wow. I mean, when things are in alignment like that, you know it's real. Because, I mean, <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. Yeah. You can't make this stuff up. And like you said, you know, I'm usually doing it on, you know, video. So, like, you can see, like, I'm right there. I'm not making up anything with the cards. You know, I had an experience where, um, because I speak around the world, and I was speaking at a conference last year. It was, I think it was at the conference where I was speaking maybe in London, one of the places where I spoke last year. And I walked up to this woman and it was, you know, sometimes I feel like calling to just give someone a card. I'm like, all right, they're going to think I'm weird, but it's whatever, you know. And I gave her this card, which was this um, goddess in the African goddess affirmation deck um, whose name is similar to like Contesia. And the, and I was like, I'm, I'm sorry, you know, like I was kind of apologetic and felt weird and felt whatever, but I was like, I've, I've learned to listen to spirit when I feel moved, move. Yes. So I gave her the card and was kind of like, and she was like, oh my God. She was like, you know, it said, no, the, the goddess on the card is Candisa with a mm-hmm. Q-U. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, her, her name was like Cantisha. Cantisa oh my God. <laughs> it was like, this is almost my name. Like it was a one letter difference. Wow. Between- wow. And. And she was like, oh, my God, this card is me. Like, I felt uncomfortable because also it was like a romance-related card. And she was like, I just got married two days ago. <laughs> she was oh, like, wow. this is awesome. this is what I need. And so, uh, you know, again, it's just it's a, it's a tool to help you to tap into and be able to hear your own voice, your own guidance, your own intuition. Mm, 
beautiful. Everything that really that you're teaching. So thank you for actually confirming for all of us <laughs> that that's the way to go. Um, because I really think that that's the wave of the future. I was not um, just saying it just to say it when I said I, I feel that what you're doing is radical. It's radical. It's beautiful. It's, you know, an absolutely um, powerful set of tools to give people to go inward and to really find what's in alignment with you, what resonates with your spirit, what feels good in your heart, and go with that, you know? <laughs> Never mind the thing that every day you wake up and you're like, oh, I don't want to do this, you know? No, uh-uh, enough of that. You know, what moves you? What makes your heart, you know, what makes you want to dance? What makes you feel good? Wow. Yes, exactly. Where Monday can be as exciting for you as Friday. Exactly. Where you don't to be restricted to, okay, well, they said I can only have this many days vacation a year. What? Like last year, I was like, okay, I want to travel and I want to, you know, see more of the world than I have. And so I was in Paris. I was in Bali. I was in South Korea. I was in the mm -hmm. Bahamas, you know, like design your life your way. And I actually have two free gifts for, to support your audience on oh, that wow. path. Oh, how cool. We love gifts. <laughs> 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 so I have a meditation album that's called Chakras on Fleek. Yes, I love it. <laughs> Again, we bring our whole selves to the party. And so if you, you know, you can find all of this, like I said, on my site at sacredbombshell.com or womanifesting.com. But you can just go directly to chakrasonfleek.com chakras on fleek and sign up and you will be able to download a free meditation Ooh. album for people who are wanting to go within. And then for people who are maybe wanting to answer their own spiritpreneur calling, like your friends, um, your friend's friend who called in, yes. I have a gift for you as well. And it's called, you know, the Spiritpreneur Influencer Playbook. And it's just a short little workbook to help you to work through some of these things. And you can find that at spiritualista, spiritualista.guru, spiritualista.guru. And if you forget any, any of this, just hit me up on social media at Abiola TV and ask me and I will give you the link. Fantastic, Abiola. Thank you so much for being a guest on this show. This has been such an insightful and really, you know, you're, I, I, I hope that the audience, that it resonates with them as much as it's resonated for me and even for our engineer here in the studio listening. We're both like, oh my God, this is, but I feel like you personally just validated and confirmed a whole lot of things that I've been thinking on and pondering on and chatting with friends about. So, you know, this is really, truly a wonderful way to spend our Tuesday here on Forza and thank you so much for being so generous to not only share your work with us but also to give us a reading and to offer two generous gifts to the audience so Forza folks go out cop your spiritualpreneur influencer playbook and your chakras on fleek which I love I love your names like you really are working it with your marketing I absolutely love it because it resonates it's like yes this is a woman just like me this is like you're the friend in the head except you're my friend in real life but you know for those of you that you you know you if you've you're you're a girlfriend you're a sister from another mister you know and it makes it makes um 
it makes the journey seem a lot less scary when, you know, someone like yourself with so much passion and love and light is presenting it to you. So thank you so much for all the work that you do. Please, folks, check out Sacred Bombshell, the umbrella to all of the fabulous things that Abiola is doing. Check out Womanifesting. Check out Facebook Live. The Sunday sermons are the absolute best. And if you can, please prepare yourself to go to Belize for a transformative experience. And then maybe you can come back and tell us all about it right here on Forza. Abiola, let everybody know where they can find you. Yes. So thank you, first of all, DJ MD. Thank you for Forza. Thank you for allowing me to bring my digital temple to you. I so appreciate it. So your peeps can find me at womanifesting.com so that is like manifesting.com but womanifesting.com it was named sacredbombshell.com in honor of my old book the sacred bombshell handbook of self-love and you can find me throughout social media um from facebook to twitter to instagram and youtube at Abiola TV, where the TV stands for transformation and victory. And actually, my YouTube channel is youtube.com slash planet Abiola. Woo, fantastic. Please do yourselves the favor and check her out. Learn how to merge what aligns with your spirit with how you make your money, people. It's probably one of the best things you'll ever do with your life. And thank you, Abiola, for being a steward to lead people in that direction because I really feel that this is one of the key things that will help to create a better world. So thank you so much. You're great friends of the show. We hope to have you back soon. And thank you for giving those lovely gifts to our Forza family. You're welcome. Thank you, sis. This has been incredible. Thank you so much for what you are doing for our global community. You are incredible. You are radical. You are a force of light and nature, and I am honored to know you. Thank you. Ah, thank you. Thank you so, so much. And with that, peace and kisses, sis. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, everybody, for uh, listening to Abiola Abrams, and please make sure that you check her out and learn more about everything that she's doing. If you are struggling, I'm telling you, this is one of the keys to unlock, if not the key, to unlock and unleash your dreams and your passions, not only for yourself, but the world needs you. The world needs you. For every one person that's doing what they love, you are helping to make this world a better place. So we're going to get in. We have just a little bit of time. We're going to play maybe one more track, and then I'll be out, and the Internal Quest show is going to be up next. So we're going to play. I love this song. This is the Flash back track of the day magic system premiere gao Je savais chanter un peu 
is our last track of the evening. You came into my life. It's Anane. Happy birthday. Shout out to Louis Vega on the production on this track. Kabu Baby represents. Happy birthday, girl. y'all my time is up thank you so much for rocking with me tonight on the people station nork radio co-op shout out to everybody that tuned in and rocked out with us on facebook live you guys are so much fun and i want to send a special thanks to my guest tonight abiola abrams make sure you check out spirit spiritpreneur uh, academy and also check out the Womanifesting Circle and Facebook Live and Sacred Bombshell. Check her out. And if you can, go to Police. Shout out to our engineer in the building making things happen on the boards, Bahid. And up next, we're going to have the Internal Quest show with Eternal Quest with Quest himself, Danielle, and Chuck. Sometimes I rap. <laughs> I can't help but say it like that. So before I go, I want to let you know that on May 12th in Providence at the Strand Theater, and Selma Ralph is going to be performing and opening up for him will be my girl, Lisa Lopes. So please make sure you check that out. And I forgot to tell you guys, so important, but you have to know, May 18th, it's going down. Forza is coming live. We're going to have a live show. It's going to be a night of music like we play here. Gonzalo from Thread Imprint is going to be my co-host DJ. And we'll be switching it up as the months go on with different DJs from the station. It's a Nork Radio co-op affair, and it's going to be hosted by Katab Rollins from The Heathen's Guide to Life, which rocks out on Sundays with Kay LaShawn and Kay Ibn Latif on uh, 10 o'clock, Heathen's Guide to Life, right here on Nork Radio Co-op. So everybody, that's it. That's all I got for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in, rocking out. I am DJ MD, also known as Marcy DePina, and you can find me on all social media at Marcy DePina. And I will see you guys next week. I hope you have a fantastic, fantastic week. And keep yourselves nice and happy. Dance, you know, sing, 
and follow those dreams, okay? Make a point, write something down, make it happen. I'll see you guys next week. Peace, love, and Forza. Mi é Cabo Verdeana. Mi é Forza de minha família, Forza de minha povo. Mi é Cabo Verdeana. Um foi usado, modo propriedade, na tempo de escravatura, mas nunca, nunca desisti de minha luta. Mi é Cabo Verdeana. Durante o colonialismo, me foi tratado, moda cidadão de segunda classe, mas nunca, nunca desisti de minha luta. Mi é Cabo Verdeana. Imigração que destruí, imigração fazer mais forte, imigração fazer mamar Cabo Verde ainda mais. Mi é Cabo Verdeana. Cheio de honra, orgulho e ternura, paguei história, minha cultura e minha língua. Mi nasce Cabo Verdeana, mi criar Cabo Verdeana. E quando é hora de chegar para morrer, então morrer Cabo Verdeana.